we hit the bacon, then we took out all these fucking ones. See, I'm the guy that's one. No, I'm not the one one, but I'm a fucking turn up until I see the morning sun. Spit that tiger bone, got the henny up. <laughs> Blow the bitches like I'm blowing through some cleanness. No more pussy for bitch cause y'all fucking up. These bitches fucking on each other, man's enough oh man that was that was smooth man you're getting good at this what is going on we are here and you already have the nwo thing man yeah i got a tear coming down right here just look 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 where we're at as a production right now look (laughs) we even had if even if you rewind it a little bit even see me i'm pointing over there already he didn't even he didn't even look me in the eye. He already knew what was going on. He knew whenever we switched over. <coughs> yeah. But we are live on Rumble right now. We have a wild episode for you guys today. This episode would not be able to would not be able to go on YouTube either way. So I'm glad we're here. It's good to be here, Sean. It is good to be How here. How you doing? I'm doing good. <laughs> have we, a good day? Yeah. Did you have to yell at people on Amazon? No. Or in India? No. <laughs> Adam St- Steve from Amazon, as you call him? Fucking Steve from Amazon. From Indiana. That's my Indian accent. Fucking nightmare. I ordered a micro SD card so we can record this show. Yes. You know what they sent me? A bag of fucking nose rings. <laughs> it's not even close. Well, you own nothing and be happy, okay? This is what worries me about Amazon, okay? I I have two people in my family, extended family, that work at Amazon, and they're fucking morons. Yes. Okay? (laughs) They work for this high-tech... They only work in the Amazon warehouse. Actually, I know three people. Yeah. And they're all morons. I almost work there, and I'm a moron. Yeah. Yeah. They're only working there until they have perfected the automation to replace those fucking people. It was like during the pandemic, I, I applied there to be a delivery driver. Now, I, would, I wasn't working in the processing plant, whatever they call it. But, yeah, I went in there for the orientation because I, I needed anything for money at that point. And I saw the people in there and I saw like I went through the half of the orientation and they're like, all right, well, let's go take a bathroom break. And I just went home. Nice. <laughs> Did they pay you for that? No. <laughs> oh. It was a free orientation. But, I mean, it was like $17 an hour. Like, I can't live off $17 an hour in, in Austin. No way. Yeah, dude. It's fucking... It's, it's tough out there, man. It's tough out there. It's hot out there for a pimp. It's it's definitely hot out there. Welcome, everyone, to the to the chat. I like that Lucas, when he's on Rumble, he goes... It's usually Lucas R. We, on Rumble, he goes by Lucas Hard R. So, I appreciate that. <laughs> 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 the people that listen to the show, I see man. you, Lucas. I see you. <laughs> That's a great name. I see you. He's Rumble mode, man. We, we, we. I mean, we, yeah. we're gonna talk about some weird shit today. All our listeners are upgraded once they get to Rumble. Everyone gets all fucking. All the Patriots get fired up. They're fucking jazzed. <laughs> They're ready to go. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, also, C wins over here is saying. Hit that like button before your minds get wiped. Definitely. 100%. Hit, the, hit, hit the like button. We need a bunch of likes on here because they're much like YouTube. It's not the same, but Rumble does have an algorithm that we, the more people, the more people comment, send likes, whatever. That's a, that's engagement. You need engagement in order to, for other people to see it. 
I mean, that's basically what's going on on my Instagram. People are still fighting. There, there's like I don't know how many comments are on that that Osama bin Laden video. Yeah, but I would have to say at least thirty percent of them say Jew on it or a flag of Israel, mm-hmm. anything or like that. Photos of Woody Allen or <laughs> yeah, there's some there's recommendations some for their favorite Safety Brothers film <laughs> or just a picture of a bagel. If you want to just if if you want to go on Rumble. Say you're listening to this and you're not listening to this live. Just go in the comments and write Jew on there. Yeah. That's that that still works. I, I don't I don't think they get angry about when you say Jew. You can just you can just say Jew. You don't have to just, just randomly. It doesn't have anything to do with anything. Yeah, we're pro Jew on here. We're like, very, yeah, we're big fans of the Jews. Eli is like half Jew, so like that that's our that's our race card right there. We're f- that, that 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 Eli's Jewish. Yeah, I think he's half Jewish. I don't know if he's only the Jewish. good half. Only the good. Half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is the Conman Podcast. Uh, I am your host, Sean. Of course, we have Adam Hester over here from the Skeleton Factory Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. Yes, it, it is. It's it's been a it it's been a, a it's been a journey getting to this point where we're at. I mean, I, there there are sponsors I'm talking to right now. It's I don't know if I'm an, I'm going to have them yet, but I they're there. And I mean, they're always there. Mm-hmm. Sponsors are remarkably unreliable. Yes. So if you're listening to this and you're a sponsor or you know of a company that you think would be a good sponsor for us, shoot you know shoot them our information or whatever. Get it. Get them in contact with us. But mm-hmm. my God. Sponsors are the absolute worst. Yeah, and then you got to. I'm working with one right now, and it's just you can't get these fucking people on the phone, emails. They dangle, they dangle a fucking carrot. They dangle a fucking carrot that's in a basket full of free blowjobs to you, and Mm -hmm. you're like, sure, let's sign this fucking thing. Yeah, and then fucking, you you know, then it's just dead air for weeks, and you never hear back from them. It's fucking Mm -hmm. miserable. Or they're like, we'll give you a dollar ten for every fifty thousand <laughs> listens you get. It's like, oh no, what kind of a fucking deal is that? Mm. Just give us a lump sum, and then if you, you know, you the something. The trick is you have to find a company that has never worked with podcasts before, and then you just you you just go up to them like, I'll do this read for I don't know four hundred dollars a read. <laughs> well, not sure. really that high. Like be like I, I'll. He's like, since we don't, we're we're not a big podcast yet. We'll we'll do a read for like sixty dollars, sixty dollars a read, and well, I've made those arrangements with people, mm. and I, it's like, <laughs> like where's my fucking money? I'm like emailing these people. I and, want my money back. Yes, you know, <laughs> yeah. Oh man, but uh, I don't know if you. It, I hope you didn't read the notes to this episode because I want I want to kind of shock you with some of this stuff. I, I I went over... Can you do me a favor? Yes. Could you swing your mic around to the other side of your face, please? It's blocking no. in the shot. How do I do this? Just, like that? There you go. Yeah. There he oh. is. Look at that mush. Let me see. Oh, show, there we go. got to show us the kisser there, buddy. There he is. Yeah, I hope I never... I'm, I'm sorry for that. You should be. I, I, I immediately regret doing that. A, <laughs> a man kissing, like doing a little... Blow a kiss. I, I mean, I blow kisses to my daughter. That's it. Yeah, that's. The, don't do that again. You rollerblading faggot. 
<laughs> I told my buddy, he, he texted me. He's uh, Steve. Steve texted me. The uh, the guy Steve from Amazon. <laughs> Steve from from Idaho. <laughs> I gotta do, I gotta get an Indian accent pretty soon because that's that sounds nothing. Maybe you like, can get one on Amazon. Yeah, <laughs> it'll never show up. It'll, it won't show up. It'll be another accent. Yeah, they'll they'll send you cock rings. Like yeah. I ordered a fucking accent, an Indian accent, not cock rings. What is this? I want to sound like the Indian guy from Short Circuit One and Two. <laughs> what was it? Was his name Steve on there? I I don't know. There was Steve Gutenberg was in the movie. Oh my god! He's I got, white. I gotta know. I gotta know now. Well, I know he's a white guy. He's not really. He's not really an Indian man. C1 says, "Osama video on IG has 558 comments, 8,902 shares, and 250, 256,000 views." It's yeah. We're that one is blowing up. It's crazy. Like we're we're at a quarter million. Uh, Did you look at the skeleton factory one? Hmm. We could post it. You want to? You want to put, put that a new up video? There? It looks so good. You have it? Post it up. Let, let Let's do a quick little promo before we get into the episode. Oh wow! So, uh, what, basically, what Adam showed me, and it looks beautiful because we ha- he has his new camera, his new Sony Z. What is it? Z something? It's something. I don't. Yeah, know. Yeah, it, it, it's a nice full frame mirrorless camera. It's beautiful. But now he's shooting all of his uh, promos on here. I'm, I'm not even connected to the that thing. I don't think. Oh really? It you should be on the on the Wi-Fi or the Bluetooth. Are you connected to the Bluetooth? That's usually how we hear everything. How else did you play the NWO? So, oh, NWO song is on. A, it's coming out of the board. I, I don't think we could play the video. I'm not. You should be on the if, if connected you're connected to this. You don't have to be connected to that. You just have to be connected to the Bluetooth. Are you serious? Yeah, just connect to. It's a video though. How do we, you see it? Oh shit! Yeah, that's true. Fuck. Yeah, you, we have to plug you in. Wait, you're are you four? Go to press four. See if you come up. Nope. No. I'm, no. Oh no. There's nothing connected to my uh, my. I'll thing. I'll put it in post. That's fine. Whatever. Well, there's a new episode of Skeleton Factory. That, that's the whole fucking point. <laughs> God episode damn it. 63 is up now. Go go listen to it. It's and uh, my my new promo video on Instagram. It looks fucking fabulous. It's at Skeleton underscore Factory. Anyway, so let's get back to this show. Damn it! And oh fuck, man! Side busting with my fucking we nonsense. We did everything right. Yeah, it's always one thing. Oh fuck! Oh well, it's fine. It's yeah. Fine. So. I, I want to kind of... damn it! <laughs> you rollerblading faggot. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, that was so seamless. That was great. All right. Number one podcast producer producer in Austin right now is the person I'm looking at across. Boom. Bam. Yeah, I, I want to start off this episode with an excerpt from Kathy O'Brien. And, mm. I, and it, it, this one's... It, this is from her book called Transformation of America. It's not about trans people. It's it's about something that's a little yeah, more Transformation used to be a whole separate word with a whole completely different meaning back in the day. Mm-hmm. And, and I want to warn you. So this episode's going to, if, if you have children, you're a little queasy about uh, graphic stuff. I'm assuming that everyone's fine with this type of stuff, but I'm going to give you a little warning because this stuff is pretty graphic and, and it's gross. Um, if you're in an office right now, 
I advise you to turn the volume down because <laughs> it, it anyone that knows about Kathy O'Brien, well, and and her uh, let me let me just read this because I'm gonna get into who Kathy O'Brien is in a second. Sure, but this is from her book, Transformation of America, and I wish I had so I wish I had Coop for this because he used to be the person. That will read this stuff. <laughs> I sent it to him this morning or, uh, or late last night. And he read it this morning and he thought it was incredible. But here we go. <clears throat> Quote from uh, Transformation of America. Apparently aroused by the carving in my vagina, Hillary Clinton stood up and quick, quickly peeled out, out of her matronly nylon panties and pantyhose. Uninhibited, despite a long day in the hot sun, she gasped, Eat me, oh God, eat me now. I had no choice but to comply with her orders. And Bill Hall's, who's, I guess, one of her people, Bill Hall's wife made no move to join me in my distasteful task. Hillary had resumed examining my hideous mutilation and performed oral sex on me when Bill Clinton walked in. Hillary lifted her head to ask, How'd it go? Bill Clinton appeared totally unaffected by what he walked into, tossed his jacket on a chair, and said, It's official. I'm exhausted. I'm going to bed. <laughs> oh, shut up, silly woman. <laughs> that's pretty. So that that's from Kathy O'Brien's book. And she was a victim of Project Monarch. I mean, that sounds like she had a lesbian encounter. Yes. With Hillary Clinton. Now, that read like it was consensual. Was that not consensual? Well, she ca she cannot. It's consensual, but she has to do what they tell her. So, that's actually, that's not consent at all. Yeah, no, that's that's like that's saying, opposite. That's like saying <laughs> you, Sean, you're going to you're going to suck my dick. Mm -hmm. OK, whether you want to or not. Yes. And then me just saying that that was consensual because he said he, yes, because because why well, he he sucked my dick. So. Yeah. Clearly, that's consensual, obvi, and then I write a book about it. So, no, that's not. Best-selling author, Kathy O'Brien, also Project Monarch, sex slave, is who she is. Is, is, that, her, is that her title on, the, on her book? That's on her LinkedIn. Oh. Mm -hmm. nice. It's very nice. I'm glad she has a LinkedIn. So, yeah, that's an accomplishment. Yeah. <laughs> it's like having a business card. Who uses LinkedIn? Fucking losers. Oh, I mean, I, I do. I have a LinkedIn. I think but, I made one as a joke. Yeah. But I never used it. It says I still work at Tetherball Academy, which is Drinking Bros. <laughs> what a, that's a terrible name for a company. Tetherball Academy. It, it really is. I don't know why they went with that. That's weird. Um, yeah. <laughs> Lucas Hard R said, uh, imagine the smell. It wouldn't be a good one because we, before the show... We looked up what Kathy O'Brien's mutilated vagina looks like. Oh, that's true. It's on. It's it is on BitChute. You can you can find. They did sort of. It looks like a like a twenty twenty, like a sixty minutes sort of. Uh, it looks like a news report mm -hmm. where she's like they they cut a face into my vagina, <laughs> and then she's like in a gynecologist's office. You know, her legs are in the stirrups, <laughs> and they're examining her. And then someone takes a photo. And then it cuts over the photographer's shoulder, and it's just her spreading her vagina open, and it looks like a face. It, now, the face 
to me mm-hmm. look like uh, the album cover to <laughs> to the band Warrant. Yeah, you know Cherry Pie, mm-hmm. that band. Heaven isn't too far away. What's the, the name the, of the album? It's called Dirty, Rotten, Filthy, Stinking Rich. Okay. And there's like a, a rich man smoking a cigar made out of a $100 bill. And he's got like $100 bills coming out of his hair for some reason. But that guy's face looks like the face that's in Kathy O'Brien's vagina. Do you, do you have an image to pull up of that? Yeah, go ahead. Go to number three, three. Oh yeah, can you just zoom in on that? Yes. Oh no, what the fuck? Stupid thing. I, I use brave, so oh no, that's too much. Brave? They should call it cowardly. Yeah, this this is not a good. Every time I try to get a good an image, photo of it, it's like a photo of of, of a CD. Yeah, let me Where's let me go back to nice clean image. Let me see if I can open this. God damn it. What about that one right there? Or, or I don't know. I guess that's not a photo. Um, this guy right here, the the one. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Can you zoom in on that? Now it's fucking. Basically big. that. That's yeah. basically what we're talking about. Yeah. See that face? See that cartoon painting face? See that man? Yeah. That's what that's what Kathy O'Brien's vagina looks like. Yeah. Yeah. It, it had a much bigger nose. It did have a bigger nose, but the mm. other facial features are very similar. Yeah. It, <laughs> so. So that, so obviously we cannot show the image of it, but what the the way she described how it looked like, they wanted her vagina to look like Alex Houston, who was her CIA handler. Is that is that like standard protocol? You you have to have your. Uh... Your CIA handler's face cut into your vagina if you're a woman, and then into your ball sack. No, or they I, make the head of your penis yeah. look like your CIA handler, <laughs> and then it can talk. It's like claymation because every, every guy's made his dick talk. Yeah, <laughs> every yeah yeah. You go up to your lady and we're like, I have no eyes. Hello, <laughs> I'm the one-eyed monster. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, everyone does that. Oh my god, that that's. That that's what the boy that that's what that's what we do, man. We 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 do weird shit like that. Yeah, we do. You ever suck a guy's cock? Yeah, that's how you do it. <laughs> but so that that's what I, I guess her having that mutilated vagina. Hillary Clinton was like super into it. This is according to her book. I'm who, not saying it's who, true or not. Who mutilated the vagina? I, I think. I fuck. I can't. Remember. I think it might have been Alex. I think it was like a. Oh, the CIA handler themselves. Mm-hmm. And they did it with like a, I guess like an exacto knife. Oh wow! Yeah. Why would he do that? That's I don't know. They, they got bored. They're like CIA's. I don't know if not we don't get all te- you know spy games. And we don't have cable down here. We're like two miles under. It's the like fucking, Fox Mulder's office in X Files. It's yeah. just a, a windowless, <laughs> dank, filled with filing cabinets. Very boring. Yeah. They're like, get Kathy in here. With a poster on the wall that says, I want to believe that I can cut open a woman's vagina with an exacto <laughs> knife. Remember that poster that everyone had? Yeah. Of course. <laughs> they, they, they sold shirts of that at, uh, at Urban Outfitters, I believe. <laughs> yeah. So she was used as a sex slave to some of the most elite politicians in the country at the time. O'Brien claims that her handler, uh, so his name was Alex Houston, 
had her vagina mutilated by an exacto knife. So um, the way that this was confirmed, this is why this is a lot of people like to talk about this, or that the, not like to talk about it, but this is big in the Project Monarch um, lore. Is a gynecologist like you were, we were talking about that video? Mm-hmm. She confirmed that it was mutilated by a knife. So like someone did this. Yeah. And it, it seems like for some time type of ritualistic, um, whatever. Well, the actual bit shoot video, like the name of the video, if anyone wants to look it up is Kathy O'Brien's Baphomet carving on genital area. Now yeah. I wouldn't go as far as to say it looks like a Baphomet. Um, but that's the name of the video. If you want to uh, look it up and, um, yeah, that's it, it, it's a, it's like why it would have been a great cumsock kid. Remember we were talking about that like a while ago. Yeah, <laughs> it would be the Kathy O'Brien, the Kathy O'Brien cumsock kid. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah, so it's like uh, it just looks like a vagina that's been what's face cut up, just a few huge nose and like some carved out eyes. Yeah, yeah, like. Like in Kill Bill, there was that one, like, uh, there was that one pimp guy. He's like, hello, I'm a white guy, but I talk with a uh, with a Spanish accent. Oh, and yeah. And then there was that hooker, one of his girls was walking around, and she had a fucking carved up face, because he, like, carved her face. Oh, up. yeah, we cut her eye out, right? Was that was, the same person that did that? Carved her eye out? No. From Kill Bill? Uh, no, that you're thinking of the nurse, Daryl Hannah. He, he oh, Pai Mei fucking That's like right. plucked her Fuck. fucking eye out. I haven't seen that movie in so long. It's fine. No, I, no. I love Kill Bill. That's, I, I think it's a great. No movie. one saw that movie. No one cares. I saw both of them. Oh, Kill Bill and what? Either one n- doesn't matter. <laughs> you brought up Cumsock, Cumsock kids. Cumsock so. kids. Yes, that's, that's how we end up at Kill Bill. Kill Bill, Cumsock kids. What are we talking about? Project Monarch. So the. I talked about this last week about Project Monarch. It is basically uh, MK Ultra on steroids. It is fucking dark. It's gruesome. Uh, has Who, who's in charge of all this? Who's like who's perpetrating these things? This is. Um, I mean, it's a global thing, but okay. the CIA is involved with the um, NSA. Like, it, it, this is a huge operation. Uh, Black Ops. We talked about how there's like. I don't. I don't remember the 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 amount of money, but this mo- the money was funneled into these um, these black programs. Mm-hmm. Not not black as in diversity black, right? Black right. ops. So like you have secret government stuff like that. MI six is involved. You're CIA. the fucking reason this country's going down the drain. Yes, Mossad is involved. Like the these um, underground military bases are around the world. They're in Canada, United States. They're in, um, they're in England, they're in Israel, like they're all over the place. Especially they're they're like in the Western countries. I don't I don't know if they have them in China. I'm sure they do, but who knows? I mean, they, why? Yeah, why wouldn't they? I mean, unless they don't. I mean, there's that's the thing is there's so much there's so much like trafficking and like drug shit coming out of China. Why would why wouldn't they? Yeah, why wouldn't they have this? I feel like the Chinese had NWO. <laughs> there, I, I just really feel like the the Chinese have a different angle than 
or maybe not the same. I, I think they have a different way of doing things. With the angle of their vaginas? That's yes. That's very juvenile. It, it goes sideways. That's what a Chinese vagina goes Donald like. Trump don't trust China. China is asshole. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, I think they have different uh, angles. Like we, the United States, we, we kind of like, we like to conquer other countries and we like to, um, we like to destroy democracy, like democratically elected officials and we like it, to have a good time. Yeah, we like to have a good time. But China, they're more focused on um, human experimentation. They like to fuck with their own people. They like a mass surveillance. Um, I mean, mass surveillance. That we, we, the United States does that too. But I think their their whole thing is is they really only care about themselves. That's not. I'm, I'm not worried about going to war with China per se. I think it would be a bad. It would be fucking awful if it happens. But I'm not seeing China as like our. Our biggest enemy. I think our biggest enemy is probably the United States government because they'll be the ones that declare war on like regular people, like you and me. Yeah, yeah. I w- I would say I would say so. I don't. I don't. Um, that's the thing is uh, China is a like a necessary evil at this point, right? Yeah, because they make so much shit that we need, mm-hmm. and we. Kind of, uh, we turn a blind eye to a lot of, mm-hmm. you know, intellectual fraud crimes and uh, 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 crimes against humanity, mm-hmm. so that we can maintain our um, our our wonderful capitalist society. Yeah, yeah. Wanna, it, it, do, I'm not. I don't want to give that up. Do you want to give that up? No. And, and the person that really fucked us was Bill Clinton, who. Who signed? I guess he signed NAFTA, right? I don't know. Um, NAFTA happened happened under Bill Clinton. It sent all of our jobs overseas. That is probably the biggest assault on 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 American business ever. Mm-hmm. So now, like those 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 businesses aren't coming back. So we're we're totally right. fucked. So, well, unless we have unless we put sanctions on things like Trump did. Like mm-hmm. uh, what was it? They moved the Jeep plant from like Michigan to Mexico. But then Trump was like, oh, you want to make Jeeps and send them into America? Well, guess what? You need to fucking pay yeah. a tariff to bring them in. But yeah, the was it the North American Free Trade Agreement of the Americas, mm-hmm. the NAFTA? That's what's weird is like, like they you can ship in shit like probably people and fentanyl mm-hmm. uh, hidden inside of cargo that doesn't get inspected. And then if we try to be like, well, you can't let that in, then... Mm-hmm. Mexico can just be like, well, that's a barrier to free trade. Yeah. And you're violating a NAFTA agreement, blah, 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 blah. People are just going to loophole the fuck out of that shit. Thanks, Bill Clinton. Yeah. Charlie Robinson did an episode about that recently where he was talking about, it's called the terror loop. So basically what the terror loop is, the is how cities are destroyed. So he talks about how NAFTA destroyed Detroit. So Detroit was this beautiful city, and then by sending all those jobs and, and factories or just getting rid of the factories, you destroy those cities or, or like, all over Ohio, uh, in the Midwest, and then, like, now you're seeing it today with uh, – and this has this have, doesn't have to do with NAFTA. This, have, have, this has to do with, like, political decisions. But you're seeing it in San Francisco right now. San Francisco is it. It doesn't seem like it can come. It can come back. It's totally fucked. You go over there. It's like a third world country. 
you can't even it's fuck. bad it's bad i saw a video of um powell street which is mm-hmm. one of the major streets that connects union square to market street and somebody took a video of them walking up from market street up to powell towards union square mm-hmm. and <clears throat> that and then that that strip that like two three blocks was like uh, well, it used to be like Rasputin Records, which was awesome, and, mm-hmm. and Gap, and uh, what was it? Um, uh, Uniqlo, there was a Walgreens, there was a Lids, there was an H&M. There was all these businesses there. They're all gone. It's all boarded up now, that whole part of Powell Street. And that's not a good thing. And that street empties out onto Market Street, which mm-hmm. is connected to the Westfield Mall. Yeah. And a big chunk of Westfield mall is going to get shut down the whole Nordstrom part, which is like, I'm not, I'm not weeping for giant corporations or anything that, Oh no, they're going out of business. It's Mm -hmm. just that it's just when things like that get shut down, like that's, it it usually spells disaster for the the little guy. There's no commerce like, where where are they? Where are the little guys going to work at? Yeah. Where are people going to, well, who are the people folding (laughs) fucking shirts at the gap and shit like that. You know what I mean? Like people Mm -hmm. like that, which are usually students, young people, you know, whatever. Like it's, it's those jobs aren't there. Then those people aren't working those jobs and they're probably not living in the city anymore. Yeah. So you have that, those people leave. So, well, they can't work first off. And then, so those, all these businesses, businesses are leaving. And then you have service industry, which is shrunk in San Francisco by a lot. So those people are gone. Um, No one wants to live in the city. You have all these businesses leaving. So San Francisco, like that, that might be like the next Detroit where it it is a third. You would say it's a third world country. It's totally fucked. I mean, it's a lot like it is a lot like Detroit in a lot of ways. Like Mm -hmm. in back in the 70s and the 80s, like it was an it was an industrial town. People beautiful. San Francisco is a beautiful city. People built things. People worked in factories and stuff like and that, which is weird to think about that people were actually like manufacturing things Mm -hmm. in San Francisco. But that's how it was at the time. Like if you're, you know, I don't know, in your 60s or 70s, like you're probably old enough to have worked in a factory in San Francisco back in the day. And could probably afford a house, could probably afford like two, three bedroom apartment in the sunset or wherever the fuck. But that's all, once that, all those manufacturing jobs went away and then like tech jobs came in. But the only things that can pair up with tech, tech jobs are service industry jobs. Mm-hmm. You know, people who deliver your, your fucking Uber Eats, your laundry uh, Uber drivers, actually Uber drivers, they, they don't even count. They, like actually a lot of people who deliver shit aren't even from San Francisco. They commute from the fucking Valley, yeah. which is insane. Or they commute from like Sacramento just to work in San Francisco or commute people back mm-hmm. and forth to SFO. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's not like people live who live there are doing those jobs. It's, it's, it's sad, man. It's fucked. It's, it's like a, a great American city is just. You're squeezing out all the culture. You're squeezing Mm -hmm. out all the artists and all the restaurateurs and cool bars and theaters and all that stuff. And all the, all that shit just goes away. Just from policies too. Like everyone. Oh, it's just policy. It's not, it's not like there's not people with money Mm -hmm. who want to go out and have fun and spend it. It's, there's plenty of that, but when there's none of that to do, they take their money and go have fun elsewhere, like Tennessee or Austin or wherever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, it's it's totally fucked. 
uh, yeah, it's totally fucked. But uh, I mean, that's not really what the episode's about today. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's a symptom of a larger problem. Yeah. yeah. Um, so MK Ultra. Back to MK Ultra. A lot of the aspects using LSD and it, like it, it, that. We did a whole episode on. Did we do one or two episodes on MK Ultra? I don't remember. But basically, with MK Ultra, the mind control um, project by the CIA, was they used LSD to for mind control and to kind of affect consciousness and the the state of mind and all that kind of stuff. But Project Monarch is more focused on like a more multifaceted way of of like trauma based control. They believe that with trauma, you can control somebody by just completely traumatizing, like, children mostly. And to create these mindless, uh, like, slaves, um, soldiers. Like, you, you can create someone to, to be an assassin. You can, you can, make, you can make more <laughs> compliant people. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that's... Yeah, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. I think you you need to have a obedient and compliant military, for instance, mm-hmm. and um, or just manufacturing jobs. Like yeah. I, if somebody's making, you know, if someone's building cars or something mm-hmm. in like an American plant or something, they they should be pretty task oriented. Yeah, you know, and they they need to make sure that they are adhering to the standards. Mm-hmm. Did we ever hit the record on there, or is that probably not? Huh? That's a good question. I hope no. so. All right, just press record, and then we'll... I mean, we got it over here anyway. Okay, good. <laughs> Where was I? Uh. Yeah. But, but yeah, so so the, the end goal... The end goal of, of this thing, was, like I was saying, was con- have mind-control slaves... And um, you have soldiers, you have like the, these these kids that are that are basically used as like they, they had to listen to anything their handler would tell them. But um, monarch pro- programming comprises elements of like satanic ritual abuse, which would uh, this this trauma based uh, technique was co- it would cause dissociative uh, personality disorder, which we've we've talked about before with. With uh, Paul Benassi and and uh, Kathy O'Brien also had disassociative personality disorder. Mm-hmm. Also, the the kids um, in the um, the Dutro affair they had uh, disassociative disorder because they they would this this stuff was so fucked up that they would have to create another personality so they can deal with this shit. And there was an actual way they would deal with it, which I think. You would you would appreciate it a little bit because that has to do with movies. Yeah, they would use movies to program people so they can they would they would hear some they <laughs> like like they do now. Yeah, yeah, they, they use <laughs> they use movies a lot. Yeah, yeah. If you if you're spending any money on uh, anything Disney makes or Warner Brothers, mm-hmm. you're definitely being programmed. Yeah, anything Disney because Disney it brings you to a happy place. So like though if you're happiest place on earth. Yeah. So like you see this really fucked up thing. Like there there's parts in, in Project Monarch where they will kill a kid's friend in front of them. Or somebody that's like, I don't know, like a cellmate. They would kill them in front of them. 
and they would f- totally fuck them up, and they would they would have to try to reel them back in with happy thoughts, mm. and they'd be like, "Oh, this, here we'll show you this movie, or remember this song, and whatever," and it and it kind of snaps them out of it. it really, <laughs> it's fucked up. Um, so these monarch slaves are used by several organizations connected to the world elites, including the military, the global sex trafficking networks, and the entertainment industry. The origins of this pro- program go back to like Operation Paperclip, and I talked about this before the show. Uh, jo- Joseph Mangala, 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 Mangala. I don't know. I can never say his name right. Joseph Mangala, Mangala. He was a Nazi scientist named. Uh, they nicknamed him the Angel of Death, and he was. Uh, I, I think was he in Auschwitz? I don't remember if he was in Auschwitz, but he was the guy that would decide. If you were going to the camps to be a laborer, or if you're, if or if they're just gonna send you to the um, the gas chambers, that's what the Slayer song "Angel of Death" is about. It's oh about yeah, Joseph Mangala. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> for, for all you Slayer fans out there. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, so he was the one who made these decisions if you were going to live or die. Mm-hmm. But he also did a lot of really horrendous human experimentations on the, the camp camp inmates. Like he was the guy that did, um, he did experiments on the, on, on the twins. That was one of his famous, um, human experimentations. Um, he was a person that he would, he would tort, like it, it was, it was all a bunch of human experimentations where it was like really fucked up where they would kidnap kids or not kidnap kids didn't have to kidnap kids. They already had them. So they just used them and, the United States took him part of Operation Paperclip, which a lot of people don't know about this because they didn't want people to know that they took one of the, maybe the, one of the most evil humans to ever live. They're like, oh, we sent him to Argentina. Or he escaped to Argentina. We didn't send him there. He, he escaped to Argentina. But actually, he worked in a deep underground military base, according to witnesses that, are, that, that were part of this Project Monarch, like Kathy O'Brien. And uh, some people, I guess, in the MI6, it, it, it gets in the weeds, definitely, this, this whole project. So um, so he's moved secretly to the deep underground military bases. Um, in these deep underground military bases is where they would have these kidnapped children from around the United States. And in the 19... I think it was like the... Um, and this is after Joseph uh, Mangala was in the 1980s. I don't, I don't know when he died. It was probably around that time. But during this time. Joseph Mangala? Yeah. When when did he die? He he died in 1979. Ooh. It's like this is around the time when all those kids were being kidnapped in um, in the Midwest, like um, like Idaho or Iowa and like all these areas. It was, he, was, he was around to see the first Star Wars movie. Oh, good for him. Yeah. He made great? it. I wonder if he saw Star Wars. Uh, no, I think he was probably just he was he was into his work, which was I don't know. Star Wars was a pretty big deal, man. He's like, you know, they they should have tortured more kids in this movie. <laughs> if only he lived long enough to see the prequels, where uh, Darth Vader murders all the uh, all the younglings. Yeah, that that's one of the greatest scenes on all of Star Wars. I'm not a. He'd say yes. I I liked this very much. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> They should show it. That's what he would have said. (laughs) 
Why did why did it switch over? They should show this. You should cut open their vagina with the lightsaber. <laughs> Carve my face into the the vagina of the youngling with the lightsaber. What sick fuck that that was a good idea. I can't do a German accent. Obviously. Me either. I can't do any accents right now. It's um uh, yeah, it's kind of accent ish. Yeah. Uh, certain certain selected children, at least the ones who survive the training, would become future mind controlled slaves who would be used for thousands of different jobs, ranging anywhere from sexual slavery to assassinations. So this is where people think that, um, like Sirhan Sirhan was one of them. Um, what's his name? Uh, Lee Harvey Oswald. Um, just or a- anyone that was doing assassinations back then. Let me charge my phone real fast. Um, so these people were the ones that, that were part of this project, allegedly. Mm-hmm. And um, they, and another way they would deal with these children, they would intentionally slaughter them in front of other children in order to traumatize a selected trainee into total compliance and submission. It's it's fucked up. I was reading this last night. I was like, ooh, this is this is hard to get through. Oh, did I, did we lose our? Are we still on? Yeah. Okay, we're still on. Sorry. Um. Yeah. Did Did you see that video? I was telling. Actually, you didn't see. It. I was I was watching it last night. The one where, uh, Mike Tyson, his, um, on Mike Tyson's podcast, he had uh, RFK Jr. on there, and RFK Jr. was was on there talking about how his. His dad was killed by the CIA that he's convinced. Yeah. It's a great video. It's like 10 minutes long. I was going to play it on here, but it's just like really long. He's, did he did he cite why he's convinced? Like, Well, because he's seen the ballistics, and he said that the bullets that... Um, I guess he was shot with the twenty two, and um, he said the bullets didn't match the um the gun from Sirhan Sirhan but this other uh this the guy I guess one of the other the, uh, one of the other guys there trying to stop him from shooting him yeah they said that he was the guy that shot him and he like shot him in the back hmm. and Sirhan Sirhan didn't do it and also I mean the a lot of people don't think Sirhan Sirhan did it Sirhan Sirhan is convinced that he never did it yeah still to this day I mean did you did you hear that um, theory that one of the um, Secret Service agents accidentally shot JFK? Yeah, the one where he's like pointing back and he shoots him. Is it that video? Uh, no, it was like an accidental. It was like an accidental shot, like like the guy's gun went off, and that's the the headshot that killed Kennedy. No way. I don't know. I that's don't... impossible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Imagine your gun accidentally goes off and kills the president of the United States. <laughs> Point blank in his head. Yeah. That's a one in trillion uh, odds. Isn't that ironic? (laughs) Whoops. (laughs) My gun went off and it killed him. You had literally one job, and that was to protect the president. (laughs) And you you failed in the worst possible way. Yeah, I I told this lady that that I was working for the other day. She was like, my... I was in Boston and we were at the J there's like a JFK museum over there. He's like, my, she was like, my father-in-law doesn't believe she, he actually believes the CIA killed JFK. Isn't that crazy? I was like, what <laughs> you think that's crazy? What? Like what? That's so insane to me that you think it's crazy. They think that the, that the president was killed by the government. Maybe, maybe I'm in my own echo chamber room where I'm like, what? <laughs> Who please? 
that JFK was an inside job. That was the original inside job. I mean, did you tell her that, uh, you know, you're, you're a very small minority in that? Yeah. In that, you're, in your opinion, ma'am. Multiple shooters, George Bush, senior. Because I was like, what about George, George well, Bush? I started talking about George Bush. He's like, he would have been way too young. I'm like, his dad, you fucking idiot. <laughs> well, most people, I don't think anyone believes that Lee Harvey Oswald was the lone gunman and solely responsible for the death of Jack. Like, no one, I don't think anyone actually really thinks that. Yeah, the the JFK Museum in Dallas is fucking amazing. Like, yeah. you can go to the area. They're like, if you stand here, you'll see how, uh, where, where Lee Harvey Oswald shot JFK. <laughs> so you can pretend you're, like, shooting at him. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. Yeah, like, hey, look at me, Mom. I'm Lee Harvey Oswald. <laughs> they sell Lee Harvey Oswald costumes there. <laughs> like, here, stand over here and we show where Lee Harvey Oswald got shot. Which is the most terrifying video. It, that, that video makes me very sad. Because I think he did not shoot JFK. That's my theory. And he was a yeah, patsy. He, I mean, he, that's not... It's a lot of people's theory. I'd say, like, it's mine. That's another thing. A lot of people got killed in public and on camera back in the day. Yeah. Or they just got shot. You know? Hey, Wither... Hey, Witherfink. He says, it's the first time catching us live. Welcome to the chat, guys. Or guy or gal. Witherfang can be anything, really. They, them. I don't fucking care. But, oh, Project Monarch programming. Uh, let me see. If I, okay, so back to Project Monarch and the programming uh, ways that, that, they, that they did this. So subjects would go through the use of electro shock, torture, abuse, and mind games in order to force them to disassociate from reality. A natural response in some people when then are, are faced with unbearable pain, the subject's ability to disassociate is a major requirement it is apparently most readily found in children that come from families with multiple generations of abuse, mental. And, and according to, to some of this research, um, the more abused you are, the higher um, up you are. Like if you come from generations of abuse, yeah, you're even better. I think the website the YNC is like that. Mm-hmm. Like, it, like you, there's like a ranking mm-hmm. on the website. Like, the more fucked up videos you've seen, yeah. The, like the higher your ranking is. Really? Yeah. I wonder if there's like a competition with the kids. Like, yeah, he's like my great grandfather. I don't know if they differentiate between like kids being murdered videos and like <laughs> cartel videos or people just being attacked by animals or anything like that. I think it's just in general. Yeah. I don't know. I have to double check. I don't know if they actually like score the actual individual videos based on level of severity. Is high score good? What does that mean? Is that a good thing? <laughs> <laughs> it means you've seen some shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've seen my best friend murdered in front of me. You're like, whoa, okay. That's, did that's you, but did you get a video of it? Yeah. If not, then that's zero Didn't happen. stars out of, we need out, more. Of, out of five. <laughs> so here's a partial list of the forms of torture that they would use. It's a long list. I was going to write all of them, but it, it's, it's so much. Mm-hmm. So it starts off with abuse and torture, confinement in boxes, cages, coffins, or burial. So they would bury these people alive just to, like, fuck with them. And then... Like, some of them they'll obviously let die. Some of them they'll pull them out. Yeah. Uh, restraint with ropes, chains, and cuffs. 
a near drowning situation. So they would they would throw them in the water and they would tell them they're gonna die. And then they were like, oh, okay, well, well, they they save them. It's like they'll have to re resuscitate them and stuff like that. Um, it's like it's like training to be a Navy SEAL. Cool. Extreme the uh, extremes of heat heat uh, heat and cold, including subversion in ice water and burning chemicals, skinning only the top layer of skin were removed and victims intended to survive. They would spin them, blinding light, electric shock, force uh, ingestion of body fluids like blood, urine, feces, flesh. Wait, they would spin them like they put them in like an office chair and just spin them. <laughs> yeah. You ever see the guinea pig movies, the Japanese movies? No. Or it's like it's like two dudes torture a woman to death, but the torture starts very slow. Like they put her in an office chair and they just spin her around until she's really, really dizzy, and then it moves on to like cutting her arms and legs off. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, and then eventually her head explodes. Doesn't explode. It oh. does fly off and hit the wall in slow motion, and it, go, it makes a nice splat noise. Oh wow, Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> so the blood, urine, feces when they make him eat it, it was it's kind of it goes back to uh, Michael Aquino, who was involved with this too. Can you imagine if you actually enjoyed drinking piss and eating shit? Yeah, and they're like, "All right, now shit in your hand," and that, at gunpoint, and then they're like, "All right, now eat it," and you're just like, okay. "All right." Ooh, I, I ate my shit. Ooh. So hard. Yeah. And, then, and they're like, oh, the, how embarrassed would you be as a, as a captor? Yeah. If you're, <laughs> yeah. If, you know, if, if you just, someone you were trying to torture, just like mm -hmm. took your torture and was like, this ain't, this is nothing. Yeah. <laughs> that would, that'd be so hardcore. You're like, what the fuck? It'd be disheartening. I'd be like, oh. You can't break them. I was like, uh, yeah. We, we, we can't. I yeah. thought making them eat their own shit would be really, really traumatizing, but I guess not. That, that's kind of his kink. He was like, I'm, I'm like, whatever. Yeah. Drink like, drink this piss. Like, give me a cup. How much do you want me to drink? All of it? Yeah. <laughs> I've done this before. Drink. I come from generations of kids that get, that, yeah. <laughs> that get tortured. Especially if you're German, which mm -hmm. I think Joseph Mengele, mm -hmm. German. That's how we grew up. German are really into the Shiza porn. Mm-hmm. And the piss porn. Yeah, For anybody who's been on German Googles com. <laughs> shout out. Yeah. Shout out German com. <laughs> German Googles. <laughs> uh so another thing is they're hung in painful positions or they're upside down. They would uh I mean they would starve them or or not give them any water. Sleep deprivation, compression with weights and devices, sensory deprivation, drugs, application of snakes, spiders. Uh, they would give them near-death experiences, forced pregnancies, and then they would force they would force an abortion, where the fetus is used in in a like a ritual ritual use. So like that that's just hmm. just some of the fun they would do. I mean that's a lot of that's some long drawn out torture there's more too there there's at least 10 more that i saw now what's weird about this is tortures like this do exist in film mm -hmm. but i wonder if these stories are sort of uh, uh a concoction of sort of a life imitating art or 
Mm -hmm. vice versa. Like, are people completely full of shit and making it up? Or is maybe some of these movies using some of this, using some of these uh, things as, uh, you know what I mean? There's a uh, article that I had that I, that I saw some of this stuff on. Let me see if I can find it. Cause it's really interesting. I might've, I might've closed the, the tab somewhere, but there is a fuck man. Where is it? They, there's a lot of stuff with movies on here where, uh, that they used for, for this programming. Where the heck is it? Where they would talk about, there's a, there's like a lot of project Monarch stuff. Like, um, I know Fight Club was on there, and um, what else did they do? Um, I mean, there's Wizard of Oz. There's, um, of course, what, what movie is it? Yeah, there's just like a lot of movie stuff. Oh, we'll we'll get into the Wizard of Oz because it, it it gets it's it's pretty interesting what 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 they talk about on there, and they talk about the. Oh, there's even RoboCop. RoboCop has to do with what Delta programming. What that that's the assassin and um stuff like that. Delta programming. Well, and that's something we're going to get into well, in a second. Well, there's there was they they renamed Detroit Delta City in 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 RoboCop. Really? Yeah, because Interesting. De- Detroit became such a shithole that it, uh, Detroit uh, was bought by a corporation, which was mm-hmm. Omni Consumer. Uh, what was it? Omni Consumer Corporation mm-hmm. or Omnicorp. And then um, they ended up actually buying the police department. So the police was actually ran by a corporation. Wow. That's interesting. I did not know that. Maybe that's what they're referencing. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff in Robocop in Project Monarch. It has to do more with uh, creating assassins. <laughs> We're going to put a man inside of a machine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what they wanted. If you're about to tell me that they were trying to put a man inside of a machine, I'm going to freak out. Oh, no. <laughs> so, uh, all right. Quote, due to the severe trauma induced through ECT abuse and other methods, the mind splits off into alternate personalities from the core. Formerly referred to as multiple personality disorder, it is presented, recognized as disassociative identity disorder and is the basis for monarch programming. Further, conditioning of the victim's mind is enhanced through hypnotism, double-blind double coercion, pleasure, pain, reversals, food, water, sleep, um, sleep and uh, sensory deprivation, along with various drugs, which alter certain cerebral fun- fun- functions. This is from, um, a, I forgot which book it was from. I had it written down earlier. But... Um, Springmeyer. I can't remember the name of the book. I have it written in here somewhere. But I'll, I'll, I'll get back to that one. <clears throat> but he, they, it talks about the Illuminati and like Project Monarch and how they're just all their processes of of doing this of of having these. Maybe they would call them soldiers a lot, or they would call them um, sex slaves or sex kittens, stuff like that. Mm. And to get to the Wizard of Oz programming, this is what what I was talking about earlier. Handlers would use the movie The Wizard of Oz to program their slaves. The interpretation of the movie story was to enhance the programming. For example, the song uh, Somewhere Over the Rainbow is a happy place for the disassociative trauma slaves in order to escape the unbearable pain being inflicted upon them. 
This would separate their minds from their bodies. So they, whenever they would see something really fucked up, just to get them back, they would play that song. There's there's a bunch of stuff in, in the movie. So they would use, like... Um I guess it would be like they would they would use it as sort of an anchor in their mind, mm-hmm. where like it's like that's where their happy place, their sort of um, yeah. calm, serenity place in their mind would be. They would, yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah, to reel them back in. So yeah, sort of like neuro linguistic programming shit. Like it's that. it's all psychological. This whole thing, Project Monarch, is all psychological. What is? But what? What? Why? Why do this? To separate their their personalities, but for what reason? So you have one where you're in your happy place, mm-hmm. and then you have the one where you see really fucked up stuff, and yeah. it makes what what it does is it, it it makes you docile. It makes you like okay, I'm like when you see when when you see trauma victims, they're not like they're kind of quiet and they kind of keep to themselves. Like they there there's a whole way that the Catholic Church. I think I'm going to get into that in a second, but the Catholic church had a way of knowing when a kid is traumatized just about like how their, like their head would be turned like this and their hands are like clasped. Like, w- like they show like a little girl. I'll, I'll show you, I'll show you a picture of it. It's kind of, it's kind of messed up. The look in their eyes at the moment of insertion. Yeah. It's, it's, they say they know. it's a glossy eye look. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to show you the photo here in a second, but, um, uh, so it says, to ensure that programming and abuse stays hidden from even the slave, the slave is given the daily traumas as a child to keep the, them disassociative. The Illuminati's programmers get the cooperations of vast network of, of abusers who traumatize the children who are being programmed. So it's all about being programmed. This is this is the program programming um, way. This is, this is, you, you, you give these kids an excessive amount of trauma, just totally destroy them, and then you rebuild them up and then you turn them into whatever you want into whatever tier of of monarch that you are so the book that where i'm getting these quotes from it's this guy named fritz fritz uh springmeyer he wrote this book called the deeper insights into the illuminati formula and um he talks about the Catholic Church, how they are able to to know if an abused child is traumatized and is docile. He mentions like how how the children, when when they when this happens to them from a Catholic priest, or from a police officer, or from like a judge, it just shows that it it, it just makes them hopeless because those are supposed to be the people that protect you, but these are the people that are that are traumatizing you, so it creates uh, an amount of of hopelessness. I would imagine also sows a lot of distrust in authority figures. Mm-hmm. If you feel like you can't go to anybody mm-hmm. for help, yeah, then, you, I mean, I guess you can manipulate somebody to feel, to shut down in the event that you start to abuse them because they won't escape from you and they won't try to narc you out or anything like that. Let me, let me, so, so let me pull up this picture of this girl where they use in the book. Um, go to, go to my, go to number three. So that's what a girl looks like. What it says, what the programmers look for when traumatizing this. She's dressed like the Iron Sheik. Rest in peace. (laughs) Rest in peace. We just lost the Iron Sheik today. 
So it says, uh, this page is Kalashio is a child in the upper right who has reached a state of programming compliance from trauma. The head is held limp. The eyes are glossy. The hands are clasped in submission. The photo is just to its left shows a child who has submitted puppet programming. Yeah. Go ahead. Switch, switch back. Mm. Yeah. It's, I mean, you see this little girl. It's like, it's sad. It's, it's really fucked up. If it's, I mean, if it's real. Of course. Which will, um, so you, you have these, these, these little girl who, or ki- children, because these are mostly children. They get them young. We've talked about these on, on, on past episodes. But like, well, they're like, why, why are they molesting the kids? Why are they doing this? It is, it, th- this is it. You create their programming. This is, this is a puppet programming for Project Monarch. Has there been any adult, like, like children of Project Monarch abuse that have grown up? Kathy O'Brien. There's also um, people. They people think that Britney Spears was part of it. There's like a lot of celebrities that they use. Mm-hmm. I mean, just look at her videos. Her videos are fucking. Also. <laughs> This has nothing to do with the episode, but I'm convinced that Britney Spears is dead. That she's dead. She's dead. 100% dead. Okay. So it's it's a deep fake, all the videos that are, which, which is a theory that's floated out there. I want to see, them, let, let's let's pop, don't pop it up yet, but I'm going to go find it. <coughs> there is a, let me see if I can find it, because there is a video I know it's TikTok. It's stupid, but there is a an actual video of of Britney Spears where she's dancing. Fuck, where is it? I think I might have found it. Hold on, not yet. Oop, there it is. Did I find it? <coughs> oh, link. I've never been on TikTok on my computer. Uh oh. All right. Hmm. Okay, what the actual fuck? A lot of people have been seeing that Britney's been, somebody is, this is not Britney. Somebody's been using a filter to look like her, and I'm about to prove it. There's a clip that I got from this guy's page, or girl's page. So you see her hands go above her face once. Watch when they come back down. It's one frame, but this is a blue-eyed person Different person. With a filter of Britney. It's very quick and easy to miss. But I can't believe I just caught that. Watch. Very quick and easy to miss, but... Ain't no denying that. This isn't Britney. It hasn't been Britney. I don't understand what the fuck she's pointing out. You don't... Oh, what the fuck is that? So whenever she goes over her face with her hands, they go down. Yeah. And like the filter momentarily leaves. It's the real person. It shows the real person behind it. And then once that one frame goes by, the, the filter goes back on. So it's like it you they they um maybe this person was I sloppy. I didn't see that. So it's a different person. When you see the eyes, they're totally different eyes. So it's a different person. Like the face looks totally different. I don't know. I'd have to look at that again, but that's I don't. That's not what I saw. Oh, okay. 
I'll, I'll send you the video, but it is definitely like the eyes are totally different. And another, there's this whole theory. It's a little smaller right now because I, I, you can't find a lot about it, but there's just a lot of weird things with her video. Uh, one that was weird was she was dancing in her house. Of course, that's all she does. She posts videos of her dancing and there's a guy in her house where she's where she's dan- where she's dancing and he's like he starts dancing in there too but like she supposedly she only lives with her husband but it's some other guy and the video was her dancing and this guy comes out some totally different guy wasn't her husband and then it's probably a gay friend we they but the weird thing is they deleted it right after it because people were like who is that who is that and then they deleted it that's probably why. They, yeah. They were, he, she was probably like, oh, you don't, I don't, I don't need people coming after my fucking friends who were just innocently dancing in my videos. So she's probably like, I'm just going to cut that out. Also, when's the last time you saw Britney Spears outside of her house? Every video of her is inside of her house. Like, you're telling me she hasn't left her house since she became free? I don't know. I'm just saying. It, it, it's, it's weird. There's hmm. something to that one. And I, I, why not just if she's dead? Why not just say she's dead, and then the the whole nation can mourn her, mourn the death of Britney Spears. Who knows? Of all the other people who've died, I'm sure someone knows more about it than me. But I've, you know, your Chris Cornells and your fucking Mac Millers, and oh, how come they can just die, but Britney Spears is like, mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know, I don't know that one. It, it, it's something I, I I'm I'm new to the conspiracy. I just I'm just learning about it. I had, I had a I had a a fan write me about it because every time I write about every time I put uh, Britney Spears videos, I, I get a lot of people that write me. They're like, "Oh, have you heard about this?" So it's interesting. I like it. I, it, it reminds me of old YouTube where you watch Illuminati videos on loop. It is interesting. It is interesting. You know, I would just I would need to see some more. Compelling evidence, something a little, something, <clears throat> something that looks fishy. Hundred percent. That video with the that eye thing. Look, that doesn't look fishy to I me. I think you got to see it closely because it, it, like after the show, we'll we'll look at it because it's yeah. the eye line and the brow line is different. It looks like a different person. <clears throat> well, the problem with eyes, as we get into like people sh like looking at weird, you know, uh, light glitches and glares and and mm -hmm. digital glitches and being like see look at this person's a reptilian you can see their eyes turn into see, yeah, snake I, slits for a momentary second and it's just sort of a anomaly inside the lens of a camera or yeah, some shit yeah like that that i think because when i hear people say eyes i'm like mm. mm -hmm. it'd be different if her ears were different or maybe she has like a tattoo that wasn't there before or you know, something, something a bit more like that. Have you ever watched all those? Um, uh, cause a lot of stuff with project Monarch is they, they think the, so, you know, they're programmed and there's like certain words that like set them off. So there, there's like a, there, I don't know if it's still on YouTube, but they used to have this thing where it was called a uh, celebrity glitches. You remember all those videos? No celebrity glitches. Yeah. Like there was it was like on the today show and uh, what's they're They're saying some, they're outside and they're, they're talking about something. And like one of the hosts says, uh, blah, 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 the Holy spirit. And right when she says, Holy spirit, Al Roker 
he goes like this. He looks in the camera and he just goes, and he like freezes for like 10 seconds. It's really strange. And then there's this other thing where um, on on TNT, the NBA coverage had, had Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, he jumped in the air and he froze in midair. <laughs> and everyone kept running around him. There, There's a video of him where his face, it just like, it freezes for like a really long time. It is so weird. He, his eyes don't even blink. I I would I would bet that Shaquille did that on purpose. He could have, but he just he seems kind of like a joker. And, yeah. and I'm sure him just being a basketball analyst gets exhausting. Uh-huh. I could see him just like I'm just gonna look at the camera and not blink and do it as long as I possibly can, just as a goof. Mm-hmm. Because no one's probably gonna question him about it. No one's gonna be like, Shaquille, you need to stay nodding and holding your microphone and blah, blah, blah. Like no one probably even comes up to him and tells him that he's like, I'm just going to be silly and just stare. It's, I want to find, Oh, here. Let me, let me, oops. Shoot. Oh, sorry. Got it. Oh, then what is this? It's like a five minute video. Not nah, fuck that. I don't know watching that. Not giving these people anything, but yeah, it's <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> Illuminati stuff is, is, is pretty fun. But um, anyways, back to Project Monarch. Mm-hmm. They're, they're the different levels of programming, like I said earlier in the episode. There's Alpha, Beta, Delta, and Theta. Alpha, let, let's start off with Alpha. Alpha is the general or regular programming. It's characterized by extreme, extremely pronounced memory retention. These are like what the celebrities are. So they can like, they can remember lines and they... Um, where they're supposed to be. Memory retention. Memory retention. This is very useful for actors. So along with substantial increased physical strength and visual, visual acuity, alpha programming is accomplished through deliberately uh, subdividing the victim's personality, which is in essence causes a left brain and right brain division, allowing for a program union of left and right through neuron pathway simulation or stimulation. So that it, it it's... I mean, it, it, it is the basic way of Project Monarch is you create a different personality. You create a just a, a I mean, it's perfect for for programming, like being, being the people that that, that per- perpetuate like propaganda and shit like that. And a lot of movies have propaganda or they have these little messages. There's a lot of Project Monarch movie messages in there. I want to send you this this uh, article I wish I'd have sent this to you before, but there's a lot of movie stuff in there. I think you would have thought was pretty cool. Yeah. Like, uh, there's, oh, my God. Um, oh my, okay, so I'm, uh, I'm watching. Um, uh, the, every time the wife is like, hey, you want to watch a movie? I'm always like, oh, God. Yeah. But, um, you know, we, we, we watched this Tom Hanks movie called A Man Called Otto. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. First of all, it's supposed to be in America. It's not in America. It's clearly in like Romania or something. But they're like, it's America, <laughs> and it's clearly not. And basically, uh, Tom Hanks wants to kill himself, mm. and um, the only thing that prevents him from killing himself, little is, boy's blood. Um. Well, he has some. Uh, he has some Latino, uh, Latin X neighbors who move in across the way that in that uh, invigorates his, oh, his his will to live and he's he, supposed to play like a conservative guy 
And, Tom Hanks. And, and he has a he has a trans paper boy that it's not even a paper boy. It's like some some dude who just throws junk mail at people's houses <laughs> on a bike. That 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 fortifies. It's a Johnny Gosh that like gives that gives him his will to live. <laughs> What's our paper boy? The fucking movie's dumb. It's one of those schmaltzy movies that's supposed to make you feel something. Yeah, but it's just a bunch of fucking woke garbage. Yeah, I remember it's seeing like Knives it. Out. Yeah, you've he, seen Knives Out. Knives Out. In case no one's seen it, I saw it on Thanksgiving with my mother in law. Knives Out is basically this very rich, wealthy white man who's got a big family, Mm -hmm. and they all want his money when he's dead, and they all start kind of fighting with each other over who's going to get the fortune when he dies, but at the end, he just gives it to his Mexican maid. Come on. That's not something rich white people do. They don't, no. I don't give a shit how much they hate their kids. Yeah, and... You don't give... You know, you don't give millions of dollars to your Mexican maid unless you're Arnold Schwarzenegger, and that's because you knocked her you, up. Yeah, you, yeah, you're banging. That's her. the only situation that happens. <laughs> Fucking, Anyways. yeah, yeah. A man named Otto. That you, yeah, I, I've never I, seen the I, preview for that, and I was like, that looks awful. I'm, that's the type of movie you would like look at and be like, oh, there's specifically this is what they're doing. Hey, I'm Tom Hanks, and I'm I'm the character caricature of a of a conservative white man in in the in the middle of the country. Like in, like Wait. that that was the whole thing when I was like oh I I see what he's doing well he's now they're, they're he's, gonna say all conservative people are fucking stupid or right. they they don't they 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 they're like in their own shell he's and, like old woke guy who wants to do the right thing yeah that, that's the the only characters he plays nowadays I've never been around a trans person but I I I I know you and I I I'm learning I'm learning. Which makes no sense because he's like a grumpy old white guy. Grumpy old white guys don't have time for trans people. No. It's not a thing. <laughs> no. I mean, younger people, they're, they're like, I'm, I'm kind of done with them too. I'm, well, not really, but yeah, I know trans people that I like, but um, just not all the, all the activism. I just hate activism. It's stupid. Yeah. Like what rights don't you have? I, I don't know. I, I, I think I think activism is a uh, largely mm-hmm. a waste of time. Yeah. It's what bored people do. Act, people that don't have jobs, people that are like protesting is, is a big waste of time. Or people who have money mm-hmm. but don't work. Yeah. Like what was it? Like de Blasio's daughter. Mm-hmm. She got arrested in New York for destroying a bunch of shit during a riot. Mm-hmm. But she lives on the fucking Upper West Side. She's, yeah. She's, she's, she's you know. Yeah, she, she's fine. She, yeah. She'll never, like... She went to NYU. She's, you know, she's, she's you know, she got out of jail like that. She's a black woman in New York. Like, you you don't go to jail over there if you're black. Yeah. Not really. But, like, if you're a violent criminal, you, you, you have a good chance of not having to serve any time. That's the most dangerous people, I think, are people who are bored. Mm-hmm. You know, because bored people, be, you know, they, they, when they, they find meaning in their life to get... They, they find something to get motivated by. Mm-hmm. And the easiest thing to become motivated by is activism. Yeah. Because it doesn't require you to do anything meaningful. It doesn't require you to get any more intelligent. It doesn't require you to have any real skin in the game. It's just, you just become a loud, bloviating, asshole, cunt, Mm -hmm. dickhead, fuckface, asshole. Ted Kaczynski predicted all this stuff. He did. He predicted that, like, this would be the downfall it's because people don't have meaning in their life anymore. Mm-hmm. Remember, not- remember those old uh, programs on like um, 
like we we will now look at the predictions of Nostradamus. You know, like yeah. there there would be programs like that. They should be like ones like that, but for Ted Kaczynski. Yeah, Wh- like should he just called? Yeah, just decades ahead of time. Yeah, he he could. He, it was like he was predicting the future, but he just like saw what was going on. This is what's going to happen. Yeah, we're not advocating for Ted Kaczynski, but he was right on on a lot of things. The bombing of people <laughs> was bad, obviously. <laughs> Obviously, that's bad. Yeah, we. It that's without saying because that's activism. Mm-hmm. His his activism was sending bombs in the mail, and I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't uh, approve of that either. Even but, the most extreme version of it doesn't work. But most of it was his 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 his, his perception of how technology will be the downfall of society. It's it won't mm-hmm. it won't lift up society and make it better. It'll drag it down. Mm-hmm. And I I'm. I'm as time goes by, I'm starting as as I ordered a fucking micro SD card from Amazon, and they sent me a bag of nose rings. Yeah. <laughs> it's Amazon. There's no way. There's it yeah. should be impossible that they got it. There's no way they could have got it that wrong. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. I'm waiting. I, I'm, you know when that would never happen? When it was just snail mail. Yeah. If you just ordered a fucking micro SD card mm-hmm. from fucking, we just went to a or, store. Yeah, you went to Radio Shack and you'd ask some guy. Yeah. You go ask Kevin. Yeah. You're like, I need a micro SD or you go to Circuit City. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Tim, a nice Asian guy wearing New Balances, would go get you a micro SD card. And from he, the back. Yeah. And you get one from the back. That's right. And you, he's like, here, make sure you keep your receipting in case you need to bring it back. Yeah. yeah. Like, thanks, Tim. I appreciate it. <laughs> Those days are gone. You have. Morons like my fucking Steve from my, Idaho. <laughs> Steve from Idaho, my niece, mm-hmm. fucking <laughs> this this fucking we know. Oh God, I'm we're like gonna, we're I like Kaczynskiites. That's that's what we are. We're 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 Kaczynskiites, but we we're against bombing, but we're for Ted. Yeah, like in the same way that people are like pro socialist, we're pro Ted Kaczynski. Yeah, but we're like. Oh, we still want capitalism and iPhones and fucking free porn. And, yeah. But we also think that we should get rid of technology somehow, but we don't know how. Because <laughs> we're too fucking stupid we're so to articulate useless. it. <laughs> and I'm fine. I, I know. I'm, I'm just some fucking dumb barber. I, yeah. you know, I don't pretend like I have fucking answers. Yeah. I have very rudimentary answers that people can't deal with because they're too simple. Yeah. People want complicated complex answers to problems because easy problems are things that don't cost money. People want to spend money and time and pass bills to solve complex problems, but complex problems tend to have very easy solutions, but no one profits Mm -hmm. off of easy solutions. Uh, Mr. Hard R says, I don't agree with Hitler on everything, but he had some good ideas. Of course. Yeah, he did. His art was not good, but he did. I mean, that's subjective. Yeah. I'm sure there's people who were really into his art. Yeah, he was, I mean. I watch history uh, shows where there, you know, you have some some bloated historian guy in a cardigan being like, well, Hitler wasn't particularly a good artist. And to be like, this is who? You? Yeah. Who the fuck are you? That's true. Who the fuck am I? Art is subjective. I can, he liked drawing animals. He loved animals. Maybe I enjoyed he Hitler's art. He was a vegetarian. Art. He's a vegetarian. And like. Maybe- he wasn't eating spotted dick. Maybe with his Oxford friends. Maybe the maybe the Jewish people in Germany were kind of annoying, and they're but he just went too extreme. 
Like those guys are being jerks to him. It's like that's there was a Family Guy episode where like all the the Jewish guys were being mean to Hitler at at the at the at the gym he was at, and then he just gets angry. But yeah, but maybe maybe they're just being dicks to him, and he's just like, man, fuck these guys. And he went to the most extreme, most horrendous thing possible, where fueled by meth. And and I'm all about the tortured artist. <laughs> but you know, he he he's on the most extreme end of the spectrum where I'm like, it's a little far, dude. Yeah. It's a little far. Like who who is he pitching that to? Like like he just had a bunch of yes men. He's like, so we Joseph Mangala, I have the best idea. I want to kill everyone in the world. Except for like, you. <laughs> except for you. <laughs> okay, okay. That that's on that's yeah. great. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that I, sounds good. All right, Dolphy, that sounds cool. That's really cool. Yeah, I we're gonna build camps. I like camp. Camp's fun. Mm. Camp can be fun for everybody. Yeah, but the but the showers have gas chambers. Ah, yes. Ernest goes to camp, <laughs> except it's a concentration camp. <laughs> concentration. Okay. Okay. Concentration. I, I concentrate know what, on. Know science. what I mean, Vern? And then we find out Vern is Werner von Braun. <laughs> what a twist. <laughs> And then he creates NASA. It's a happy ending. Yeah. Kind no. of. But we never went to the to the moon. And so. Ernest goes to space. <laughs> that would be a great. Ernest joins the, 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 the Nazi party. Yeah. In like 60 something years when Ernest is all like uh, when it's what is it? Um, when there's no copyright. Yeah. And the intellectual property more. <laughs> Yeah, and, and, yeah. The, the how, how long is it? Like six, seventy years, years. Seventy years. So it's like the Winnie the Pooh horror movies that we can just make earnest movies. Oh we make, man, we can make like Ilsa, like She Wolf of the SS, but we'll make an earnest ghost. We'll, we'll like Nazi exploitation movies will come back into fashion. When did it'll be an earnest Nazi exploitation movie? So the last earnest that came out was like in nineteen ninety two or something like that. Probably, I'm guessing off the top of my head. When did when did Ernest Scared Stupid come out? That was probably like ninety two, like mid nineties or something like that. I th- he made he made movies I think a little bit longer than God that. Damn it! So we're not gonna li- we're not gonna be alive for that. I want to no. see Ernest. We can write the screenplay now. I'll give it to him, and then we'll still own the rights to it. I'll, I'll give it to my son, and then I'll be like, "Give this to your grandchildren," and then have them make this. They're like, "What? What? What is this?" Ernest joins what? the Nazi party? What the f- Yes. <laughs> Tell, Ernest, trust we're, me. We're going to remake Ernest Goes to Camp. Enough time has went by. It's funny again. Except it's 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 a, it's a concentration. <laughs> Ernest goes to concentration camp. Oh, man. Uh, hard R. What do you say? We make s'mores. Yeah, and concentrate. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So back to the Project Monarch. It's like life is beautiful, but with Ernest instead of... Uh, <laughs> Roberto Benini. So, all right. So, Monarch programming. The next one is beta programming. As I said earlier, the the, the alpha programming was the one for the, the the celebrities. Beta programming is referred to as sexual programming or or slaves. The, this programming eliminates all learned moral convictions and stimulates a primitive instinct devoid of inhibitions. So, just, Kathy O'Brien was a beta. She was a beta program. Cat. Uh, Alters may come out at this level known as kitten programming. It is the most visible kind of programming as some female celebrities, models, actresses, 
Singers have been subjected subjected to this kind of programming in popular culture, clothing with feline prints, with uh, with feel. Where? Oops, what did I lose? Oh, feline prints often denote kitten programming. So th- this is where people have talked about Paris Hilton being part of this program, where she wore a lot of leopard print and she had. And, and this, this is stupid. And Fred I, Drescher wore a lot of uh, Peggy Bundy from Rear <gasps> Children. Oh wow! Yeah, and they so, so when, when I looked into this Project Monarch thing, they had this thing where when their eye is like slightly like their eyelids a little lazy, um, that that um signifies some kind of disassociative programming or uh, Project Monarch stuff. But I don't know, like every, like I have that. Like, my eyes a little... Like, everyone has a little droopy eye. No one has perfect two eyes. It's impossible. So, like, it, it was going through this whole thing. So, like, when you... Yeah, no, we, that sounds a little... That's that a little weird. That's dumb. That's dumb. The thing about Project Monarch is the sometimes when you get, like, really deep into it, it, <laughs> it, it some of it's like, no, that's dumb. That doesn't make any sense. Well, the answer I need is, what is the purpose of programming anybody in project monarch like what is your out what what is it that you want to do to this person like what what do you want to use that person for once they've been programmed well you can use them to inf- like you, you use them for like use them as kind of like sex slaves you can use them with with um for like blackmail stuff i know that that has that a lot of it has to do with blackmail you can use them like as a sex slave. You can also have them not, they're not having sex per se. Like you can have them on TV as a, a, a sexual kind of object. And it, like, it's, it's this whole thing. It, it, Project Monarch has to do with creating, like, like I said, we, we said earlier was soldiers, like sex, like they, you, you can influence people. So they're, they're basically tools. So you have these tool people tools that you can get to do anything you want them to do. So like these the assassins or like school shootings, stuff like that. Like just look at Adam Lanza. Like that guy looks so su- that guy's such a project monarch guy. Well, it sounds like instead of having people who will just do those things anyways. Mm-hmm. Prostitutes, jackals, people. You like, can't control a prostitute, though. Like, no, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm getting at. Is those people need some type of uh, monetary compensation? Mm-hmm. You know, because there's just there's just whorish men and women out there who mm-hmm. like fucking blow anybody, mm-hmm. or get fist fucked, or get their vagina carved up with a fucking exactly. knife for any amount of money. Yep. They just gotta name the dollar price, but they're. Or, or you need somebody to assassinate somebody, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, you know, if you have enough money, you can find someone to do it. But it's like, well, what if we just created people who just did it because it, it was, um, we, it was ingrained within them that it was a sense of duty mm-hmm. to some kind of larger thing Yeah, in some way. That's kind of sounds like what it is. It's like, how do we get people to do these things without, uh, having to bribe them or having to blackmail them or having to, you know, pay them in any way. But like, mm-hmm. we can just get them just to work for us without having to deal with any of that mm-hmm. other, like they're not talking to anybody. No. You know, like Kathy O'Brien's a very rare scenario. They're like, everyone else is completely 
uh, in the cult. It's essentially a cult is what it sounds like. It yeah. sounds like it's a very, it's, it's essentially a cult. That's what it feels like. It feels like it's a cult. Which, does, which when you put it that way, it doesn't sound crazy. Because mm-hmm. when you say it, it sounds crazy. Yeah. But when I say like the Manson family, well, they didn't have, they weren't, they didn't kill the LaBiancas for money. Mm-hmm. They did it because they were told. Yeah. You know, they did it because they were part of something where they were given orders and they'd go do it. And okay. If you, if, you, if a couple of fucking hippies living out in a fucking in the desert can do that. Mm-hmm. Imagine if you had money and you had influence and you had power and you can, and you can make it systematic. Yeah. Or, you, you, you have, you, you have know. these techniques though. Yeah. Yeah. When you put it that way, you know, or if you have, um, well, like the Boston marathon bombers, you had mm-hmm. these sort of uh, kids who live in a very affluent city who mm-hmm. were, had pretty good lives, pretty right. educated, but then for they, the CIA, but they became the radicalized. The FBI, the, um, Sarnia, one of the Sarnia brothers was, a. I think he either worked for the FBI or it was the CIA. He was like a, he was an informant. But he was also like a radical fucking. Sort of. Like Islamic was, extremist. Yeah, like they used him. And like there's no. <laughs> I, I, I almost want to read. But that's the thing is like. The Boston people, Marathon Guys episode. like him, his allegiance is not to the United mm-hmm. States government or an intelligence agency. They're just a means to an end. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like how Osama bin Laden was able to get dialysis treatment at American embassies, even though he was wanted. Yeah. For the 9-11 attacks. You know, it's like, well, how does that happen? Well, well how does the Bin Laden family, uh, how, how are all the planes in the United States grounded after 9-11, but somehow the Osama, uh, Osama Bin Laden's family members are able to fly out of the yeah. country? It's like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I definitely think it's possible to create some sort of organized cult where you have people who are, you know, um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, prostitutes, assassins. You know, uh, people who you can are fairly highly intelligent in terms of like you can send them to yeah. know, Ivy League schools, get them into the halls of power mm-hmm. and sort of manipulate things once they're inside. I think that's, that's things like that are completely not crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's because yeah. I, I think a lot of people, once you get to that level, you, you serve many masters. Mm hmm. Because it's advantageous to serve many masters because if one guy goes down, like he gets impeached or, mm-hmm. you know, or you work for some corporation and that, or like yeah, Enron they, and everything falls to shit, then it's like, oh, I can just take a fucking job doing something else. Yeah, you, you can use these things because like, I mean, that what how much, that's as much power as you can get. Like you can, you're literally controlling a human. So like you, you could do anything you want with them based on what tier they're at. So like. Delta, these guys, the the Delta programming, you have, these guys are, this is known as the killer programming. This is like the whole RoboCop thing. So it was originally developed for training special agents or elite soldiers, like Delta Force, 1st Earth Battalion, Mossad, etc. In covert operations, optimal adrenal output and controlled aggression is evident. Subjects are devoid of fear and very systemic in carrying out their assignment. Self-destruct or suicide instructions are layered in this level. That's cool. <laughs> like that's a that's a pretty cool one. They're spies. Yeah, they're they're spies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is like stuff you saw in movies. Like this is what 
I'm creating a it's soldier like that's swallowing not a f- cyanide tablets in case you're you've you've been captured or something. Yeah, imagine you have those things. That's a powerful. That's a pr- powerful tool to have. Mm-hmm. Um, the next thing is the theta programming. Uh, th- this one's a little weird. So theta programming is considered like psychic programming. Bloodliners, these coming from multi-generational satanic families, was determined to exhibit a, a greater propensity for having telepathic abilities than, than uh, non-bloodliners. A, a bloodliner, we, we can get into those one like in a different episode, just like people that live, have the bloodline um, of like royalty and stuff like that, original bloodlines, etc. So due to this... Evident limitations, however, various forms of electronic mind control systems were developed and introduced, uh, namely biomedical hum- human telemetry devices like brain implants, direct energy lasers using microwaves or electromagnetics. It is reported that they are used in conjunction with high, highly advanced computers and sophisticated satellite tracking systems. So this is a little, that's a, that one's a little weird. I don't know if I believe in psychics or not. They come from something. So there's got to be some people that can that that can that have psychic abilities. I believe that. How many billion people live on on the planet? Like, I don't know. There's like billions of people that live on the planet. Some of them are gonna have some psychic abilities. Mm. Yeah, psychic abilities. I don't know. I think there's there's people who are. Um. I don't know, have like mentalist type abilities, people who are not like magic. They're just, they just, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're able to like cold read people or they are, um, are you familiar with Darren Brown? Mm-mm. He's a, he's a, he's a, a magician from the UK, but he's known mo- mostly as a mentalist. He does, he does tricks where he'll basically like, he'll, um, like and he doesn't he does it live too he does whole things where he'll just drop subliminal messages throughout an entire performance and then at the end of the performance he'll perform a thing where he'll have somebody for instance he did one where um he would pick someone random from the audience to pick someone from mm-hmm. the audience who will pick one of the i don't know it was something like a handful of the major newspapers in the UK Mm-hmm. And somebody picked the Daily Mail, which is a major newspaper there. And then that person picked another person to go through the paper and pick a page. And then another person picked another person to find an, a, a single word mm-hmm. on that page. Okay. And at the, okay. And then that person chose that. Okay. But the thing is, is at the beginning of the show, when he first came out, he's like, I, he's like, I have something in this envelope that I'm going to hang on the side of the stage it's going to be in full view the entire time. So at the end of the show, he has a person go to open that envelope. Well, they open it, and it's a copy of that day's Daily Mail, mm-hmm. and it has the correct page number. It's open to that page number, and then a single word is circled on it, and it's the word that was picked. And he's mm-hmm. like, and it's like amazing. They're like, yeah. how the fuck did you do that? And then he kind of like gives a bow, and he walks up, and then he comes out and says, he's like, all right. Let me explain how the fuck I did that. And then he goes back and he shows footage from the show. Yeah. Where he was dropping subliminal messages. Like he would say the word, he would say the page number, he would say all these things, but they'd be out of context. Mm -hmm. 
He's like, he's like, I was dropping all this stuff into your subconscious the Whoa. entire night. So he's like, I could have picked anyone. It had to work on everyone on the entire. I'll send it to you. It's, That's he, cool. He's amazing, but I think to the Theta program, I don't think. I think maybe they initially were like, okay, what if there are psychics? I don't think there are psychics. I think maybe they found people who have sort of a um, a natural aptitude to mm-hmm. sort of those mentalist techniques yeah. that Darren Brown has. Yeah, that, that's what I think because he has exceptional memory. He has exceptional ways of like doing things like uh, manipulating people and doing sleight of hand tricks and pickpocketing people. He has all these sort of mm-hmm. uh, techniques that would probably come in in handy if you were a spy or if you wanted to kill somebody. <laughs> like yeah. these, these tricks would come in handy. It would help you get past security guards. It would, you know, it would help with a lot of things. But if you saw some of the stuff he does, you'd be like, oh, this, this guy seems like he's completely, he'd be one of those agents, completely. Yeah. he's it'll that, that's, freak, that's pretty cool. He'll freak you out. You know another thing he did that was like a big deal? He, he does like big specials in the UK. He did one where he played Russian roulette ra- live on television. Wait, he did what? He played Russian roulette live on television. <laughs> Holy shit. This guy rules. Yeah, he's amazing. Um, But yeah, so, so that... So this whole thing, I don't know, like, is it true or not? We, I mean, you don't know. Unlike MK Ultra, the government like never admitted to this program, or they, they didn't mean to. So MK Ultra, you have like twenty thousand or seventy thousand documents. I don't remember how many documents that came out, which was only part of it. They got rid of the rest of them, but they, during the Church Committee, they did expose MK Ultra. MK Ultra one hundred percent happened. Like that's that is a fact. There is nothing you can't. There's no disputing that. Yeah, it's real. I've gotten arguments with family members. They're like, MK Ultra is not real. It's like, yes, it is. You can. They even apologize for it. It's a real thing. But Project Monarch has not. They never came out and admitted to it. But there, yet. yet there have been witnesses that claim that is real. Like, I mean, there's multiple. There's a, there's actually a lot of people that have admitted to this this thing being real. Even like celebrities have have came out and said like, oh, this is happening. The, the, a lot of people will confuse, like. Illuminati and Project Monarch, like those things kind of go hand in hand many times. Um, so there's a lot of also corroborating evidence that there is Project Monarch. There's just no documents that anyone's ever seen. The closest any government official has to admitting that this thing exists was CIA Director William Colby, who famously got killed um, on a on a canoe. They said he drowned in the... Um, when he was going to expose the Franklin scandal. But when asked, when asked directly about Monarch, he replied angrily. He said, someone, uh, a, a, a reporter said, what about Monarch? And he replied angrily, quote, we stopped that between the late 1960s and early 1970s. So <laughs> maybe he thought they were talking about MK Ultra, or he, was, he, 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 he had a little slip up over there. Or maybe they did quit uh, doing it. Yeah, I don't think they have. Yeah, you know. You know I, but also, they these projects they end after they'll they'll end, but they'll keep building off on them. Like they don't really. Or actually, I take that back. They don't really end them. They just expand them and change the names of them. Like anything with government, yeah. it never gets smaller. There's always like, oh, well, if I get rid of this program, then I gotta lay off a bunch of people. So, like the ones that people don't. That the sure, government gotta, doesn't use. It's just like 
you got to take what worked, mm -hmm. you know, you, you know, and then, and then use that for other things, you know, mm -hmm. and things that just didn't work. Yeah. Like I'm sure they're, uh, they're, you know, uh, psychic wing. Mm -hmm. They were just like, this isn't fucking working. This is just kooky. Yeah. New age bullshit. Let's stick with the more like, uh, you know, let's, let's, let's stick with infiltrating Hollywood and assassinations. Those are things that we can, uh, we have good success rates with. Yeah, so the, yeah, these, and we, we have proof of, or, or like we have these little hints, like with the, the people that have disassociative um, uh, disorder, which isn't, it, just because you have that doesn't mean you are being um, like sexually molested or an MK Ultra or whatever. Like it could happen just from seeing someone get fucking shot in the head and you just see this really traumatic thing, but like. These people have very it could be similar PS, stories. PTSD, or it's it's like not, these people might not even be victims. They may be completely complacent mm -hmm. and involved, and probably being paid. There's always that possibility, as well. Yeah, yeah. So who knows? Um, I mean, the Michael Quino thing with the kids eating feces, and like it's it, there's something there. I really believe it. But yeah, mm -hmm. that's. Um, before I end this episode, I want to give a. Big shout out. We haven't done this in a while, but I want to give a shout out to all of our, our Patreon uh, subscribers. Oh, yes, absolutely. We, I, and I, when we used to do these, the people really liked them. They like having their names shouted out. But um, I, I changed it to there's no tiers. You just sign up for like $3 because like you, you get all the bonus episodes. Um, you get, I mean, you, you can go back and listen to our old episodes with like Coop and Joel when we were at the at the other studio and then you have I don't I don't know how many episodes we've done. We we got a good amount now. Mm. So if you, you want to go back and listen to that, um it's also a way to support the show. So like big shout out. Um let's let's start off of course with uh Space Cowboy. That's um uh Melissa Black, Tyler Buck, James Brock, Jen. And we got we got uh there's we got ladies listening to the show. That's strange. Mm, that is strange. <laughs> Uh, Thomas Sims, Bo Madler, Matter, Adam Rumpf, Thomas, Patrick Franzenberg. Oh, he's, he, I wonder if he, he was like, um, uh, um, Ernest goes to Nazi camps. Uh, David Osbernson, our, our, our lone black, um, representative. Buck McGee, Itamashi Chan, of course. I mean, this, this guy's been, Itamashi has been part of the Patreon since the beginning. Yes. Shout out to Itamashi. Um, Michael Terpstra, Matt Royston, Lucas Hardar, who's in the chat right now, David <laughs> Jones, Matt Spears. So thank you guys for for definitely like helping us out, Fun, um, funding the show. Really, you if if you guys if we get more people on the Patreon, we don't even have to worry about sponsors. Yeah, and then we can do this all the time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we could just continue to keep chugging on and using your guys' inputs for future shows. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's, it's, a, <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a rough and tumble life podcasting all the time, but mm -hmm. we, we definitely appreciate you guys very much. Yes. Thank you for that. Um, and you can find us on Instagram at uh, con underscore men underscore podcast, where, which is, that that's... Our biggest, uh, it's our biggest social media following. So I, I would, I, I would recommend 
following us on Instagram. We're also on Twitter at uh, Comment Podcast One. Is it? Is that the? I don't remember. And so. uh, Patreon.com forward slash Comment Podcast. Um, we have a Facebook account, but I've never, I haven't used it in probably a year. So don't, don't if you find it, whatever. I don't give a shit. Yeah, and uh, MK Old Treats. I the, the I got I, f- I fell a little behind in the production stuff, but it's it should be out in the next few days. Maybe I could do that tonight if I have time to finish off the episode. I I mean I have the cutaway scenes. I already edited, so I have I have an an episode about. Um, uh, you, you'll just see when it comes out. So just go go to our Instagram, go to YouTube, and look up MK Old Treats. You can also find us for video, our full videos are, of course, on Rumble. Um, you can find clips on YouTube for however long we're on there because that's always a battle. So, yeah, uh, what's going on, on on Skeleton Factory? Ooh, so let's see. Episode 63 just dropped, and uh, on episode 63 of Skeleton Factory, I am reviewing the Abel Ferrara film, The Addiction, a fascinating 90s film. If you you feel like you've seen every 90s vampire film, you probably didn't see The Addiction, Hmm. and I review that. I also review a documentary from 2016 called Dead Hands Dig Deep about a lead singer of a band called Kettle Cadaver. It's a metal band. Uh, It's a guy named Edwin Borsheim who um, was quite the extreme performance artist. He would he would make Gigi Allen blush. <laughs> that's, that, that's how you got me. I heard that. I was like, well, yeah. okay. All yeah. right. So Interested. check out the Skeleton Factory podcast um, for all things cult films. You can find me on Instagram at skeleton underscore factory. You can find me on Twitter at SFPodcastATX. And you can support Skeleton Factory and watch a whole bunch of free shows. Well, listen to a bunch of free shows, that is, at Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Skeleton Factory. Thank you very much. Give me a follow over on Instagram. Uh, come by and say hello or just give me a holler or death threat or whatever it is you, uh, whatever your purview is. Okay? Yeah. Thanks. We're and we are we're about to jump on. We're gonna go to YouTube in a second, and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do a Patreon episode or a bonus episode, and we're gonna talk about. We'll talk a little bit about the UFO horseshit that came out, but mainly I want to talk about who killed Anthony Bourdain, and it might be Peter Schiff. So, tune in for that one because that one's fun. <laughs> it's a deep one. It's a doozy. All right. I'll uh, see you guys later. Okay. Bye-bye.